0: Welcome to the speech source podcast. My name is Mary Brzeek and
1: I'm Kim Dillon. We are two pediatric speech language pathologists with a combined
0: 25 years of experience. We are your source for speech, language, feeding, play, and much more in between.
1: Today, Mary and I are talking about some of our favorite books. So Mary, what did you bring today? Okay, Kim,
0: I brought one of my absolute all-time favorite books and I'm so excited to share it with you. So I have to give the credit to finding this book truly to my sister. We were actually on vacation and it was in a museum bookstore and she found it, you know, one of the little gift shops, but it is the best book. It truly, it's a message that I need to hear in my own daily life, but it's called (laughs) The Beautiful Oops. And it's by Barney Salzberg. But there's this fun little, um, you know, little plug for it or a, a positive little comment from Jamie Lee Curtis at the top. And it is such a great book. I started reading this book with our kids, gosh, when they were, I don't know, 18 months or something. Um, it is one of the Lift the Flat books. And as I go through it, you're going to see that it's, it's been well-loved. So I'm missing a few pieces of this book, actually, because it is an interactive book. And so this is a story that basically says every mistake or every oops that you have is an opportunity to make it something cool and make it something creative. So I, I love the message. Um, and as a, you know, recovering perfectionist myself. I am truly trying to take this book to heart, but it says it's beautiful oops. And so it goes through, I'm going to read the beginning that just says, oops, a torn piece of paper. And then again, it has that like jagged edge to it. And it says, it's just the beginning. And then it made that little jagged edge, the mouth of a crocodile. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so cool. So the whole book, Is going through different things that might happen and talking about how you could turn it into something beautiful, which is the last page. Like every spill has lots, and then it's got all these flaps, lots and lots. Woo, holding it up here of possibilities. And so you turn the spill into an elephant, you know. And so I won't do the whole thing, but it's got lots of different, you know, beautiful illustrations, love the color. And it talks about turning again, just turning in anything into something just fun. So it's got lots of, you know, moving little, little parts. And I just love this. The very end of the book says, when you think you have made a mistake, and then it has this little scribble here, when you think you have made a mistake, oops, and this was a torn piece of paper, but my children have since plugged flex that right off. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Oops. Exactly. Think of it as an opportunity to make something beautiful. And then it's just, it's such a fun book. My kids have just loved it. And so if I kind of put my speech pathologist hat on a little bit, if, if I'm using this in therapy, or if I'm using it as a tool for learning, obviously the message is great, but you can really bring it down each page and then you break down what happened and what did they turn it into? So like, where did you start? So look, they had a torn piece of paper and how did they make that better? Oh, they made it into an alligator's mouth. So you can kind of talk about like what happened. Uh Uh-oh, the paper got bent. What did they do? Oh, they turned it into a penguin's beak. So it's a little bit of that first, Mm then, and it's teaching that whole concept of hey, when something happens, you have the ability to, if you're, you know, creative or have the tools, you can turn it into something that's beautiful, turn it into Mm -hmm. something that's awesome. So, anyways, that is my. Beautiful oops. It's a great great children's book. It's a fun one to gift at showers for babies. Love love this book. So Well, and I
1: always love the lift and flap because even if they're not there concept-wise to really understand, you know that bigger concept of the book, even just page to page lifting up or pulling out, like those are just it's interactive so you can start. It's one of those books that grows with you because maybe they're first just going to go through it and they're just wanting to see what's happening on those pages. And you're working on little words like open or up or out. And then as they get bigger, they're really understanding the whole concept of the book. So I like when books can last years across.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. It's a big, it, it is. It's so important. It's a, yeah, it is definitely, it's well-made too. Like some lift the flaps are a little bit, a little bit dingy, but this one is definitely a well-made one mm-hmm. for the flaps. They're definitely kind of stuck on their tight, which is important. Yeah. So Kim, what book did you bring today for your Friday favorite?
1: Okay. So mine is probably for a little bit, it doesn't have a great message like that, but it's for um a little bit younger of kids. And I use these books a ton in therapy. They they have all different types of themes, but they're those polka dot books. I don't know if you have any of these, Mary. I have two. Oh they have so many i mean i think i got mine this is melissa and doug i have them on amazon you can find them all different places but so they have the little dots if you can hear that but you kind of poke them so this is obviously the old mcdonald's and the theme or the um, idea is the same i'll show you the other one i have is the colors one but every page starts with 10, whether it's 10 animals, 10 colors, whatever the theme is. And throughout the book, it goes down, you know, nine, eight. So every opportunity for book has a opportunity for counting. So you're going to dot, you know, poke 10 dots, then you're going to poke nine, eight. So that's one concept you can work on is counting. Um, and then every page has different vocabulary. So with this one, it's the animals, you have cows, pigs. Go through all the different, you know, farm vocabulary with the colors you would be targeting colors, and then you can just—it's fun because you might have a child who's just working on pop, and that's the one word. You have so many different trials to work on pop every single time. Pop, 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 and it's just so repetitive, but it's fun because they want to get every single one. Um, I've never done this with a kid who just wants to pop eight on this page of 10. Like they (laughs) want to pop every single one. So if you're requiring them to say that pop, it's great. Or a little bit trickier would be dot. You know, we're going to move back and work on dot. So that's how I use um, that when I'm targeting the articulation, or maybe you're just working on vocabulary. I've also done it where we've Watched a little song video or listened to a song, and then they have to find the page that matches with that animal that we see. It's a great book because I love doing themes. So it's a great book that if you're doing a farm theme, this is one of the books that you do with that. Or if you're doing a color theme, this is a book. And it's great too, because if they're not at a reading level, they turn the page and it gives them something to do on each page. They poked all the dots of the pig and then they turn the page and they Poked all those. So it gives them something to do to go through the book. And they obviously all have little words you can read. You can work on animal sounds. It's just really, it's really interactive. And they realize that the numbers are going down. And then the last one, you just have one little one to pop. So they're just fun. They're interactive. They're cute. They're board books, which I love. These are almost indestructible. Here's the color one. Um, But they just, there are a lot of different, different themes. So on the color one, you have vocabulary too. You can, they have different animals, ocean. So with all of these too, you know, even on this page, you can work on things like can you find the bee? And there's a bee up here. Um, Can you find the bird? Or maybe what is he doing? He's combing his hair. So just like with any other book, you can go through and use it for other things, but this little popping just makes it fun especially if you have some of those sensory kids that just want to get that done so it's fun they're two of my favorites i use them all the time my own kids love them too and i want to get more because they do they have a ton of different little themes so.
0: okay well i'm buying the next one because i need that in my inventory <laughs> i really do so okay my mind is racing so actually one of the things that i work on all the time with kids is keeping their tongue up, part of the OMT program. But Mm -hmm. all one of the big, big things that I have them do is I want them to get their used to their tongue going up. Mm -hmm. And it's like helps with drooling, helps with, you know, those kids who are playing and their mouth and their tongue is just like hanging Mm -hmm. out of their mouth. But I always want them to be multitasking as like a step two is because I want them to say, okay, hold your tongue up and do something with your hands. And yeah. so that would be an awesome, awesome book if you were practicing that and say, oh, okay, we're going to have our tongue up. And then oh. you're popping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that would be good. Because then it wouldn't be too, too much. You know, a lot of times, like when they're coloring, that's really hard because then their tongue just starts, you know, going all around. Right. But yeah, I feel like pointing to the top and, and pointing, pointing to those, to pop, the dot. oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, Kim. Fairfax. Adding to cart. Yeah, this will be yeah. great. Yeah, and it is funny, just you know, just the idea that they really want to get
1: all of those dots. And with one of my books, there's one page. This is my only negative, I would say, that for some reason, I don't know where it is, but this stopped like holding whenever it popped. Oh, it's actually this one. It doesn't stay in, and I mean, it's just funny because the kids are like, "I wanted to stay in, so Dang it's it, some it time is- to stay." <laughs> Sometimes it's a good opportunity for not everything's perfect. We have to move forward, working on some transitions, but yeah, they're fun. They're fun books for sure. Oh, those are good ones. Well, I hope that this was helpful. Just kind of seeing how we use some of our favorite books for speech and language targets. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our
0: podcast and check out our website, thespeechsource.com. Also, check us out on Instagram for more ideas on speech, language, feeding, and play.